quick shout out guys to our sponsors, Anglesey Family Chiropractic. They're in Coeur d'Alene, they're in Spokane Valley. Dr. Craig Anglesey, I've known this dude for 30 plus years. He's an amazing family man awesome chiropractor will get you feeling great go check him out hey i also want to give a shout out to the threads podcast life unfiltered look listening to this show is like sitting around a campfire with your best friends the talk is real the humor is natural and personal growth is sparked by authenticity go check them out threads podcast life unfiltered I like your podcaster photographer mma fighter man much more thank you so much man for your time i appreciate it nah no problem man thank you I like to start my shows off going back a bit. What was childhood like for you? Where did you grow up, man? Grew up in Houston, Texas. Man, childhood for me was uh, it was pretty cool, pretty pleasant. You know, I, I grew up in a in a my my you know, my stepfather, my mother remarried. He was a doctor, so um, I come from a from a privileged background. It, it was fun growing up, and and with that, um, I had a lot of just dope experiences in life, and that kind of parlayed into sort of helping me become the, you know, the truth and, and doing what I'm doing right now. But it was just a fun time, man. Just, just enjoying life and sports and athletics and just, just, I don't know, just like I said, just enjoying life, man. No, nothing yeah. crazy. Like I didn't, I never had any, you know, yeah. Some people who have like some crazy ass stories and shit, how they got, they got to there. Like yeah. that, I just didn't have that, you know, people, yeah. when they were like, yo, you're fighting. Like what? It was just weird for, you know, <laughs> um, but I just, I always went, did my own thing. You know, I just, yeah. I always wanted to go the path that just things that interest me. Um, yeah. I didn't, you know, I was supposed to be like a doctor and then an engineer and all these things. And I just was like, yo, that's not for me, you know, right. and really fight. It all just fell in my lap. It was just for me, it was all almost just right place, right time, uh, knowing the right people, right connections. And I'm here. That's, that's uh-huh. really my story. You know, yeah. I was, it was funny because I was able to, you know, over this quarantine, uh, I'm getting to have these conversations with people. And I was talking to, to a good friend not too long ago. And I was able to, because it's been like for me, like this whole time in, in MMA has been almost a blur. Uh, right. It's kind of just run together. But I was able to sort of to, to chronological to go down the, down the line from day one to how I got here. Mm-hmm. And really by it, it I found that I continued going up another level. It was just out of like to troll people. Um, yeah. Like this whole thing got started with this, like the lady who the, she owned the gym that I was at. Okay. And then like she was talking shit behind my back. And I was just, I made like a blog video was just like poking fun at her. And then I, that kind of started it. That was sort of like the first little seed. And then, you know, Another dude kind of pissed me off, and that made me do something that took my game to another level. That, you know, over that. So, yeah. I, my dude was just like, "Yo, you, you just did shit out of spite," and just was just like, and just fucking people just re, you just retaliated against people being assholes to you. I was like, "Yeah, I guess so." So, right. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, that's that's really how how I just got to where I'm at, man. Come on, my first MMA fight was in 2008. It was um, on an amateur card, Mick Maynard. You know who's now the matchmaker in the UFC. Yeah. Um. He he had started he had started a, a promotion called the Lone Star Beatdown. Okay. Uh, maybe a few years, probably I want to say like 2006, maybe. Okay. And then, but he only did like one or two. It was like early days, like Anthony Njikawani was back in the day. Um. Eves Edwards back in the day. <laughs> yeah. Um. 
But anyway, I, I was on like this message board. Like I just got into MMA and then I joined like this message board. And then I saw like Mick was like, yo, we put on some fights. And I was like, oh, shit, I live here. Let's do it. Yeah. And um, I, I, I had my first fight six months in the training, which when I think about it is wild. Like I should have been doing that was dumb. Right. But but it was, it was a different time. Like definitely wouldn't do that in, in 2020. Sure. But in 2008, man, I fought in a bar, which was pretty dope at the time. Wow. Um, <laughs> I fought in a, I fought in a rodeo arena. Um, no me and I fought. So I fought year. I didn't realize it till years later. My second fight, and then, and then it was end up in a movie too. I was also in a movie for this shit. Oh, um, cool. <laughs> I was on a I was on a Dustin Poirier undercard at the okay. time. Had no idea. Um, but years later, I was like, oh shit! Like I remember that dude. And now you know he's fighting for titles and shit. So yeah, um, it's just been a, it, it's been a wild journey, man. But yeah, 2008 was was the first. 2000. Okay. So how many amateur fights did you actually have there before you went pro? I don't even remember because I just okay. like I would. There was really like I would just fight it because I just enjoyed it. Like there yeah. was never like I never had intentions to go to the UFC. I would never to to be some pro. I just really I found some shit that I just like to do. You know, I was in college too at the time. Okay. Um, okay. And then, shit, I don't even remember how many amateur fights I had. <laughs> maybe, maybe like seven, eight, or nine. I don't remember. Okay. But then I ended up doing. I won the Golden Gloves out here, yeah, um, in Houston. And then I did some bo- or some kickboxing as well. Um, so I had a little bit of experience. And then, yeah. actually, you know what? I went pro in boxing for because that's what I was going to do. I was like, ah, oh, I'll just go box. Yeah. Um, so I was with a trainer. I was doing that. And then because I was covering the sport, I had this idea like, you know, since I'm covering the sport, I need to have I should for myself, my own personal thing. I should do like maybe like one MMA fight a year. OK. And then just, you know, just to just to do it because I'm still yeah. training MMA. But I me, my love, my real love is boxing. Yeah. Um, and then. I had no intentions of fighting. And then my guy, Colin, who was the, uh, he was like the, the now ring announcer for legacy and the matchmaker. Right. I did this random call one day and coincidentally, I just got back and I've been tra- had been training for a while. I took some, I actually took some time off to let some injuries heal. Um, and then I got back in the training for, I was in there for a week off the couch, off, off injury. And then I get this call and it sums it up. It's like, yo, you want to fight in the UFC for a chance to fight CM Punk? <laughs> what? Yeah, what? <laughs> it was just wild. And then, like, by this time again, like, I had had um, one, two, three. I had had at least three pro boxing. Like, I at this time, I had had pro fighting experience. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. like, and that was the thing. Like people didn't know that. Like they just like I was just some just journalist or whatever. Like they're like, like dude, like, I actually fight. You know, right. the journalist is does more so the hobby than yeah. the fighting part. Um, but yeah, he hit me up. He was like, "Yo, you want this fight?" And I was like, "Yo, let's do it." Yeah. Um, I just think it was it was it was back. It was kind of rushed. Like I, I really didn't like. Um. Not to say I didn't prepare, but it was just like really quick. It was really short yeah. timing and stuff like that. 
Right. But after that, it was just, let's see what we can do with this. And we, we just kept building. We, we keep building the brand, man. And, and, yeah. and just trying to figure out again, I just, all this was just an idea. Right. I, I, I legit, everything that I've done, I just thought about it and created this shit and made it happen. Yeah, and so right at this point, I'm just trying to figure out what's the next step, you know? And so yeah. once we get that, ooh, it's going to be, it's going to be fun. Man, it, it, your MMA story is unbelievable to me. Like you signed in 2016 to fight Mickey Gold, and then you signed two years later to fight CM Punk. You beat him. You end his career. I mean, what was that experience like for you going to the UFC, man? Um, it, you know, so it didn't. It, so for the golf fight, you know, because so I'm, you know, teammates with Derek Lewis, so yeah. we fought on the same card. It didn't hit me. The whole thing, it didn't hit me. We're at our after. We had some when our uh, sponsors got like an after party at this spot. Yeah. And I remember we were we were in. We had our own little section, and the music like it was. It was just weird. Like there was music blasting. It looked like a scene from The Matrix. It was just real wild. <laughs> yeah. And I'm sitting. I could. I could bear. All I could really do is hear my thoughts. Like okay. I couldn't talk to anybody. Nothing. And it just hit me like, and then it was probably like one in the morning. I was like, oh shit, like you fought in the UFC. <laughs> like it was real, it was real weird. <laughs> um, but the whole thing, like it, it, it was kind of one of those things like, I, cause I've been in the sport for so long. Yeah. I, you know, I work with Legacy. Uh, you know, at that time I was up to Legacy and I had experienced all of these sort of behind the scenes working zone on how everything goes so for me like it it didn't even to this day man like it really just is is because i see it by i see all the workings you know yeah um because it's my life and it, it doesn't like impress me as someone that maybe hadn't had those experiences you know right. because i'm always around these are people i'm always around you sure. know um i remember you know, as one of my biggest, or my favorite fighters growing, not I say growing up, but but coming through MMA was Anderson Silva. Okay. Yeah. And Anderson Silva, you know, his manager's Ed Soares. Mm -hmm. And so I remember like the first time meeting him, and I kind of was like, oh, like I was like, oh shit, that's Ed Soares. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And now that's my guy. Like we talk all the time. Yeah. You know, um, so not like I say, it's just. Because I'm, I have those experiences. Like I don't, I guess I don't have that same like wow factor. Sure. But it is the 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 punk fight was one that kind of changed my my outlook for. Like I really understood what what fighters go through more so. Mm. Um, and I've experienced like you know it was fun walking through like a, a hotel with Derek and and I remember it was. It was after the balls was hot joint. Like he was still like people. He was a popular fighter, yeah. but not he wasn't he he wasn't at the level he's at now. Right. Um. But we would just like walk through the hotels and me not thinking anything. I was like, oh, he's my guy. We just walk him, and people just like flock him. And I'm like, what the like? What is going on here? Right. Um. I had some other experience, some other fight like big fighters, same thing. And and in that is that was that was the one where. I was like, oh shit, like this is this is how it's different when you get to a certain level, right? Yeah. So then I so then I go into the United Center and this dude's hometown. And the, that, so that was the thing. Like when if on TV you you see me walking out, 
and you can't really hear like anything because you're the commentary. So right. when I'm walking out, all I hear is booze. It is the most deafening. Like I and and the funny thing about that is I've always said because I said my so the fight when I fought in the Dustin Poirier undercar, I was fighting and I uh, it was funny because. I was fighting in the other guy's hometown, but I actually have family from, like, I spent a lot of time there as a kid in, okay. in Louisiana. Yeah. But I remember fighting, it was like, it was an arena for like eight to 10,000 people. And I remember walking out to that crowd and hearing the booze, and I was like, oh shit, this is going to be fun, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yo, no comparison. Yeah. No comparison. Like, so when I'm walking out, Pete, like, is, I, I can't hear. I can barely hear my song playing. Wow. Um, so you see me start to kind of do this on the screen, and that was kind of me. I'm eating your booze, right? Right. Because I'm just like, just give it to me. And yeah. it's funny because even to this day, people are like, "Oh, look, did you see his walkout? If you see his walkout, he's cocky and arrogant." I was like, "Bro, like, y'all have no idea." Right. Um, but but that's the one thing I take from from the whole experience is is really getting the grab because again i don't i don't like hanging out like when i go to fights i'm always like backstage or you know mm -hmm. ringside like i don't really you know uh uh sit with like the real fans like that to, to really get that experience yeah um but man that's the one thing i would take the fan experience from that uh as, as the biggest thing biggest takeaway for me and now that, that was just people don't man people will never really get that like right. the, the to to walk into this dude's backyard in his home, and it's not it wasn't like he was just a regular fighter. Like right. this dude's a superstar, right? And so <laughs> walk into this guy's backyard and just you hear that and you like, oh shit! Like this is wild. Right. Um, but I took it all the strike. Look at that. I, I I love being in front of the camera. I love the attention. So it was cool. But that was the one thing. Like I I was like, all right, this I know I'm gonna get booed. I didn't. I ain't thought it was gonna be that much of a hill out there, but man, I got me. I got <laughs> Come on, man. Well, you take some great fight shots. How did you get into thank photography, you, man? Uh, the photography came more as I was a kid. You know, I always okay. had a camera. Um, that was actually one of the things that took me to the next level. I got into the, the fight photography just as a some dude pissed me off, and I was just getting back at him. Okay. Um, <laughs> and so for it was the the fighting. Because I'm a fighter and I know body language and I know like I can see I can I know movements that a typical photographer probably isn't gonna know. Right. Like I was just catching shots that and so quickly when I first picked up a camera and started shooting action shots. Mm. Um like because at first it was just like you know, still shots, portraits, fans, me taking pictures with people, stuff like that. Yeah. And yeah. then I, I started doing the sports photography. And just having that that gift of it, that eye for sports and for fighting and body language, it kind of gave me an advantage. And I, I just picked it up really quickly. And I saw that it, I can make money doing that. Because that, I started with doing like these video blogs, which okay. was kind of how I got my name. Yeah. But the photography side of it, it was what allowed me to grow as a brand and as a business to invest in myself, to build the brand. Um, it was the photography side. And so... I just dedicated my time working at that and 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 focusing on getting better. And I feel, man, I, I put my work up, you know, against all of them, man. Like, you yeah. know, I'm I'm I love Esther's work. I, I I love like she's actually who inspires me the most, Esther Lynn. But mm -hmm. I I feel I'm right up there with those, you know, those guys. Yeah. Um, as far as as quality photography.
you know? Yeah. So then that's what I strive to. She's the GOAT. And, and I strive to be just as good, if not better than her, you know, Come when on. it's all said and done. Absolutely. Well, you also have this awesome po- podcast called The Two Thought Stuff. You've done over 100 yeah. episodes, man. Come yeah. on. That's awesome, dude. Uh, yeah. For those who don't know, what's your show about? So the truth about stuff, it's a good friend of mine. His name is Richard Burmaster. Uh, he's been in the game, you know, probably longer than me. Um, he owns his Joan gym called Strong Style MMA out here, BJJ Black Belt. Yeah. Um, we It's primarily about fights. We, we like to recap and cover events going on and, and you know, fights and, and in the fight world. But we also like to tie in popular culture a little bit to it uh, just to give it give it some flavor. And, and help people who may not be uh interested or know much about mma they can kind of gravitate toward the things and and then learn a little bit you know i've had people kind of hit me up it's like yo i learned some stuff about fighting you know listening to y'all so it kind of just helped out like that right on right on well i wanted to uh, transition to a few fun questions here for us i've got these things are called pod decks i love these things they're just random questions dude Uh, so (laughs) we'll see hopefully they don't flop here i like Uh, random questions man this is when you think about success, who comes to mind and why? Ooh, when I think about success. So I, I hate to be because I don't want to go like to to um to like celebrities, people are popular people. But my stepdad, you know, he without getting too deep into it, he was what inspired me. He was a doctor, um, now retired, but he also did real estate and he had um, other like practices that he that he started up and wow. so i saw that growing up you know i, I was learning the stock market at nine yeah, you know what i'm saying awesome. so i that you know he was what inspired me he he helped me become the person i am today okay awesome and like i said you're in a fantastic photographer is there a shot that you've taken you're like that's the best shot that i've ever taken or is there just like it's hard to tell probably man it's so hard but I was so during the quarantine, I'm going through pictures and I'm, you know, going reminiscing through the memories. And I had the one that sticks out to me is um, this kid named Alden Correa. I've been I, I've trained with him since he was like 14. Okay. He's like 21 now. I've seen it. And, and, and dude's amazing. More than likely to be in the UFC one day. Um, but because I was trained, I've trained with him. So I know his fight style. And I have this amazing amazing jumping knee it's like a flyer okay. just a straight jumping knee the yeah. time that the the form the, the landing on the deuce everything was just uh so that's just the one that comes to mind because i, I saw a reason but it's definitely in, in in my top 10 of all-time favorite photos sweet i got two questions left for you what's your favorite type of music or favorite band for you Ooh, favorite type of music is probably just going to be some 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 good rap some good hip-hop um, you know, we're talking like the Jay Z's, yeah. uh, even like some current guys I'm listening to, Big Crit, Sahada Prince, uh, the baby. Um, I just you know, something, but then, but then I tell you about I also love uh some Houston. I'm on my Houston kick right now. Yeah. I'm listening to to the UGKs, the Bumbies, the, the DJ Screw, uh, Slim Thug. Flu. I go on and on, man. That, that's definitely because for me, I'm such a chill guy. So I like that slower paced tempo. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Sure, sure. So I, right now, it's, it's, it's a lot of Houston rap. I should be more specific. Houston rap. Okay, okay. Do you have a favorite fighter? <sighs> you know, I, I again, it was Anderson Silva. Yeah. Um, 
But then I just got to the point where there's just so many amazing fighters. I, it's hard because I, I'm not just a fan. Um, I don't just watch. If I were just someone who watched UFC or anything like that, I think I could pick. But because I cover the sport as well, man, I, there's so many guys I travel. I get to travel the country watching fights. Cool. And there's just so many people that, that are doing, man, my guy, JP St. Louis, he trains out at Rufus Sport. That's the one that comes to mind. Um, I do Empa who trains out at Jimmo um, and Charlotte. He was on the Contender Series. Yeah. Um, shit, Ryan Spann, who just did his thing. Obviously, Derek Lewis. I can go on and on, man, because yeah. he, I, I, I like some, man, uh, uh, Justin Gaethje, what he did this weekend. And, you know, funny, like I, when I, I, you know, I did the travel, I get to train with these guys. So Denver, I trained with Team Elevation. Okay. And I remember a recent conversation with Jesse. He was, he was talking about my shin pads. He told me I was going to break my foot or some shit. <laughs> but, but shortly after, he, like, walks in the thing, and he basically puts a, a, a bounty on himself. He was like, yo, $1,000, anybody who can knock me out with body shots. And I just looked and I was like, yo, that's going to be fun. Um, <laughs> no one got the bounty that day. Yeah. But I I like him now because I've seen the evolution of Justin Gage. I remember from the point I didn't know who he was yeah. to having uh, – we had some dope conversations. I, I've learned about him to now to see what he just did. Dude, he, he's up there, you know. So I, yeah. it's hard for me to pick one guy. There's just so yeah. many, man. Yeah, yeah. Well, dude, I also wanted to give you an opportunity just to give a shout out to coaches, teammates, sponsors of your podcast, whatever, man. That, that video is all yours, man. Yeah, man, I appreciate that. Uh, my shout outs, man, it goes to the team, man. I got I got crew Bob, my, my general. Um, I got, you know, UFC Hall of Famer Pat Militich, who's in my corner. Oh. Uh, I, I have my guy Richard Burmaster, my podcast. We do the truth about stuff on all platforms. Um, of course, you can check it out at MikeTheTruth.com forward slash podcast. Uh, all my social media is at the truth, Jackson, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Uh, you can just stay to stay up, man. I'm, you know, I post solid content. Um, it's, it's fight. It's pop culture. It's just, it's just, I give you everything you need. Man. Such an honor to have you on my show today, Mike. This is awesome. It. Thank you so much, man. Man, I appreciate you for having me on your What's show. What's going on guys. Thank you so much for watching this video today. I really appreciate it. If you could go and share this, everywhere you can leave us a review leave us a rating we would really appreciate it that helps us get the word spread out about our podcast and about our show and we can bring you amazing stories of the people that we bring on for the bearded biz and the top rated mma show thank you again have an awesome day